Today's guest is Carly Sedoti. Carly is a brand marketing strategist who recently made the bold move to leave her job as a VP at an advertising agency to start her own consulting business. An account executive at heart, she's passionate about building relationships and helping others succeed, whether it be her small business clients or other mid-career professionals. She is also a single mother to nine-year-old Rocco. Welcome, Carly. Thank you for having me, Kelly. So happy to be here. This I'm really excited about this topic because, um, as we talked about earlier, it's kind of the doldrums of winter, and a lot of us are kind of feeling this way, whether they're stuck in their job, whether they're stuck in their career, it's kind of a bad time to be stuck inside as well. And so let's dig in to talk about how to get um, stuck in your career, unstuck in your career. I did a little research um, to learn about this concept and to kind of take a measure of what employee uh, satisfaction numbers were. And I found from Gallup, there was a 2022 state of the global workplace report that said that 60% of people reportedly feel emotionally detached at work. Mm -hmm. Isn't that insane? I believe it though. I I mean, not just because we're in Cleveland over here in the winter, but yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of people are feeling burnt out. 19% were miserable and about 21% surveyed um, that employees are are just not not engaged at work. And so that's just, um, that's a lot, you know? It's a lot. And it's kind of sad, but also for some of your listeners out there, maybe they know that they're not alone. You know, we're kind of all feeling it somehow. That's true. I mean, again, just having this conversation with my own team um, today, sometimes you just, you, you feel stuck based on the tasks that you're doing and and there's ways that you can change that. So what does being stuck in your career mean in your career, not necessarily your job and in your career mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a good question, Kelly. I think it could be different for each person, but you might be stuck if you ask yourself, for instance, what am I doing here? Where am I going? Or you're not really sure of your career trajectory. So sometimes those questions pop up in your head or you're just not feeling fulfilled at work. Maybe that means you're stuck in some some way. Or if you've been at your current position for a long time, maybe you've gotten comfortable or scared to take change or take that risk. So you convinced yourself, you know what, I'm just going to ride it out. I'm fine. Things will change. Things will get better. Maybe there are other instances where you you feel you can't turn down a, a high salary for a lower paying job. So a lot of times uh, when I was feeling stuck, I, I was thinking, am I going to sacrifice a high paying job to, to have fun and flexibility? Or do I want that higher paying job and have that rigid, rigid schedule? So some of those things you might be arguing in your head with. But then lastly, maybe your skills are out of date and you need to get some continuous learning. You just don't know that next step to take. So you have a personal story. Um where you felt stuck. Can you tell us a little bit about your story and how you, um, how you got out of it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, for almost 20 years had worked at an ad agency solely at full service ad agencies. And I love the environment. It was very fast paced. And I was, I had these ambitions to one day be a partner at an ad agency. That was just kind of my career trajectory, what I had in mind. So started working my way up position over position thinking this is my career path. I'm this is what I'm going to do, but due to some changes in the organization and leadership, like most places, most organizations, I thought to myself, is this really what I want to do? Do I really want to stick around here and be a partner? Am I a good fit for this? And that's when I started to question myself and I felt stuck because I'm like, well, I told myself I was going to be a partner. Now I'm not going to be a partner. Like, well, why am I changing my mind? So 
that's kind of where I ended up feeling stuck. And then what did you do to get unstuck? So the, the moment that I realized I was unstuck was when I, I started to lose that pep and that motivation. And, and I thought, all right, this isn't Carly anymore. I'm not fun and ener energetic. And I was losing some of that, that vibe. And I think some other people noticed it too. So what I did to get unstuck was I, I did a lot of soul searching. I kind of questioned myself, my career, what I wanted to do. And um, eventually decided to get a career coach to get me out of this rut. How did the career coach help you? Oh gosh, she was fantastic. So luckily, Annette Kuzma, who was actually a guest on, on one of your shows, she's wonderful. I had met her years back in meditation group. She yeah. hosts meditation and she also does business career consulting. And I had called her and just said, I need help. And what the coach does, I felt for me, it was very helpful. She gave me the framework that I needed to get out of the rut. It was su super simple for me. As an account service person, you give me a list, I'm going to cross off each task and get it done. So she she held me accountable. She gave me the, the list I needed to do. And uh, I think that was really what pulled me out of it. I love Anetta. And um, she's helped me as well with my yeah. own burnout in the past. So um, highly recommend that podcast on, um, on burnout on um, our channel. So yeah. what specific strategies or actions did you take to get out of your career rut? So what I did was meditation with Anetta. That, that was one thing just to kind of get your mind right, because really it's, it's a, a mental exercise in a way. It, you have to kind of be grounded in where you are and where you want to be. So the soul searching, like I said, I talked to my partner a lot also just to kind of have somebody to bounce ideas off of and think, what should I do? You know, what different scenarios, what could we afford financially? You know, how are we going to do this together? So yeah. having that, that partnership was, was huge and having someone to speak to. And then also again, like the, the career coach was really the utilitarian portion of, all right, now here's what you got to do. You have to do it. And I, I held myself to it. So someone that makes you help uh, feel accountable. Exactly. Accountable. Um, and, and really you're the one doing all the work. I was doing all the work. I just needed somebody to tell me what to do, how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, how did this impact your, your, your personal life and your, and your well-being? Cause I mean, that's not easy when you're making a transition and deciding, gosh, this, this is the path that I was, I thought I was on and, and really yeah. be a different path. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say, I felt a lot on edge. I'm sure a lot of people could feel it also who are close to me, my family, my, my coworkers, you know, sometimes I would be a little snippy, not that I mean to, but it's kind of yeah. like burnout in a way you're just like, Absolutely. so that's kind of how I, I felt. I was also, I wasn't really as present at home as I wanted to be. And I knew that that was something I needed to fix. And as I was going through some exercises with my business coach, she too said, you know, what do you want to change? What what can you live with? What can you not live with? And I said, I don't want to be burnt out. I want to be present. I want to be with my son more. And it just was it wasn't fair. So I was mentally and physically drained and knew I needed to take action if I wanted to be healthy and happy. And so, you know, talk a little bit about what you mean, you you went and you started your own business is what you ultimately yes. did. Can you talk about that transition? Yes. I'll, yeah, it was it, it was. um very, very much a, oh, pie in the sky idea as far as I'm not going to be a consultant. I wanted to be a consultant eventually when I grew up. 
So like I said, I wanted to be a partner in my agency. Yeah. That was my goal. And my long-term goal, I thought I want to be a marketing consultant, but maybe when I'm 60 or something, well, I'm yeah. about to be 40 this, this next month. And I thought, why wait? Why am I going to wait this long? If this is something that if partner being a partner, isn't part of my plan anymore, why don't I just skip all that and fast forward to being a consultant now? What do I have to lose? And that's, again, where the business coach kind of helped come in handy to think, you know, why not? And it's really challenging yourself. But that transition was, it was so much fun because I realized my full potential. And also it was, it was energizing thinking there's so much more I can offer. I get to do this on my own and start my own thing. So I encourage the listeners to, if there's something that, that you want to try, don't wait. Like, why not? You got nothing to lose. So you literally left your job. Yes. Yes. It all and in the transit risk to start yeah. your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't really in a part of the short-term plan. Like it was supposed to be long-term. And even with Aneta, we kind of teased it out to be like, maybe in six months we'll, we'll dabble in consulting and see how it plays out. Three months into the, the process, I was like, I'm ready to launch. Like I want a, a, my business now. <laughs> and how do you feel about it now? I love it. It's great. The, the flexibility, networking, meeting new people. And, and I'm just a small brand marketing consultant, but I work with local businesses and, and they're, they really need help and really just being able to work with my own clients and on, on my schedule. It's really something I think that was perfect for me. I love that. Well, what advice would you give to others who are currently feeling stuck in their own careers? Well, I first experience. Yeah. 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 I, I first tell them that, that it's okay if, if you feel unstuck, but you know, when it's time to make that move, you kind of feel it, you feel it in your gut. So I would say, listen to the signs that the universe gives you, listen to your gut and just know that you're fully capable. I, I think you can, you can do it. So give yourself some grace and, and give yourself a little bit of courage because I, I think everybody can do it and things will fall into place. I'm a huge believer of things will happen for a reason, but I do have five tips that I could share with the audience of how to get them out of their career rut. Great. Okay. So I'll go through them in a little bit more detail, but the, the five are one, set your goals. Okay. Two, we're going to talk about the you factor. Three, establish your non-negotiables. Four, pursue growth opportunities. And five, take action. So I think about this as, I mean, it kind of aligns with my experience and what my career coach walked through with me, but it could be very valuable to others who are stuck in their, their career. All right. So let's start with set your goals. So for everybody who's listening, I think that this is a great place to start a fun exercise. You can journal it, write it down. Where do you want to be in five years? So where would you want to be in five years, Kelly? What do you think? I want to be on the West Coast, um, closer to my children who are in college. Um, I'm not sure yet. I mean, there's a lot of things that I've been thinking about. I'm going to be an empty nester in in two and a half years, so my life will change significantly. Yes, yes. So um, I've been definitely pondering it. And it could be a little scary, but also exciting. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of excitement there, I have to admit. 
yeah. you know, you're, you're in a different phase of life, right? You're not even in high school yet. You're not even junior high. So when you get there, it's just, every phase is different, but when you get to the empty nest phase, it's, it's a little bit mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. But also too, then there's more opportunities and it doesn't, when I tell people to set your goals, it doesn't have to be professional goals. It could also be personal goals, you know, weave those in because they're supposed to go hand in hand. Yeah. But when you do think about what you want to do in five years, think about too, you know, what are my aspirations? Maybe what's my ideal job description? What do I want to be doing to make money? And that can kind of help just get the wheel spinning in someone in your head of, okay, this is the path I might want to go down. And then something that, that I learned was, I want to say this is from Amy Porterfield, who I listened to her, her podcast. Also, she has a book. She's been great in helping me take the risk. Uh, the book that I read was called Two Weeks Notice, and it was great in doing my transition. So I encourage that to some of your listeners if they want to listen to, to that. But uh, we talked about, or she had talked about your why and using that as your North Star. So when I was reading her book or listening to her podcast, she said, you know, what, what is your why? And use that if you're ever second guessing yourself. So for example, my why, you know, why do I want to make this change? Why do I want to change my career? I wrote, I want to be more fulfilled in my personal and professional life, utilize my full potential. I want to explore and experience more and be present at home. So it's a lot, it's, but it's personal and professional. And that's yeah. what I constantly have to remind myself. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the reason why we started this podcast is really this whole idea of the yin and yang between work and life. And um, I think we came to the conclusion that there's never going to be a perfect balance and that you're constantly kind of moving back and forth between the yin and yang. Um, It will always be in flux. Um, Sometimes you have to prioritize family life. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes there might be priorities at work that you have to you know, make, you know, handle. And so there's just, um, there's a lot to think about there. Yeah. Yeah. And the yin yang, that's your, the logo, the podcast. So good. So the second tip that I like to give is the you factor. And this again, isn't something that I, that I took from Amy Porterfield that I, I practice and it's talking about you and who you are really evaluating your skill set understanding what your strengths are, what are you passionate about? What do you bring to the table? So it, it kind of thinking about it, like branding yourself, you know, if you were brands, what, how would you sell yourself? So those are some of the questions that I would encourage people to ask themselves, you know, again, jot it down in the journal. And it's also a good confidence booster because when you start to think of all the things you're good at, maybe that will kind of help build your, build your courage to take that next step or get out of the rut. So that's another reason why I would tell people like, this is going to be great for trying to get yourself out of the ruts, but it is important for you to know what skills you have and what, what you can bring to the table, because let your manager know that, let your supervisor know that maybe as a reminder, but having that open dialogue and conversation with a manager or a peer saying it out loud, they also will recognize it a little bit more and recognize you as, okay, this is somebody who is valuable and they're on my radar. I need to make sure I help them. So don't be afraid to reach out to people and, and let people know how, how you're feeling. And um, then you also know, like, if they have any feedback, you'll you'll know how maybe you can change yourself or, or be better to understand what you can bring to the table. Got it. 
Okay, the next one, number three, establish your non-negotiables. And this is what I worked on with my career coach. And I thought that it was great because it was a way to really set the framework of what job would I accept if I got offered a job or, you know, what do I want to incorporate into my, into my career? So I would say reflect on your current situation, whatever position you are and ask yourself, why are you stuck? Is it maybe because you're not getting an opportunity at work or you're not challenged? Is it a fear? So understand that, that cause to figure out, you know, how you can work around it. And one of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself is, am I truly fulfilled in my work? Because I feel like if you are fulfilled, it helps you mentally, mentally and that is Absolutely. Affect your well-being overall. How you are as a, a mother, a worker, a friend, a neighbor. So that that's something huge. And I think that there was a, a quote, Kelly, that you had said to me that it was really funny. Are you in the right church, but the wrong pew? Yeah, or Carrie Hatch said that in a previous in a previous podcast. How funny. What I like about that is right church, wrong pew means you're in the right career. You're just yeah. in the wrong place. But if you're on the wrong church, that's a different problem, right? And in yeah. your case, were you in the wrong church? Were you in the wrong church or the wrong pew? pew? Uh, gosh, that that. You're a little bit in the wrong church because yeah. you're going down a, the agency path. And you switch to, in essence, be, you know, managing clients. Exactly. On yep. So that's yep. important to learn about yourself. Yeah. And that's a great, a great way to think about it. And people can think about that too. Cause you know, I even questioned, should I go to nursing school? Should I be a nurse? I mean, so far away from advertising, but there was a point where I was like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be in advertising anymore. <laughs> I've done that too. I thought I was going to be an interior designer. Well, I mean, everything behind you looks lovely. So. <laughs> but I I'm believe in the right that. church. So <laughs> yes, yes. So thinking about what's important to you and in working in career is, is going to be good when you're establishing your non-negotiables. And for women, having children is the, the biggest change in our careers. Many of us want to work and be there for our kids. So any are the remote opportunities that are going to be available. So you have a flexible work schedule or is there job sharing? So those are other things that us as women are kind of trying to get is that flexibility for our children and our family. And it's nice that, you know, in the post COVID world, things have started to change. Whereas when my kids were born, um, 18, 19 years ago, um, there was not a lot of opportunity for, you know, working yep. from home, but now it's, it's, it's more accepted. So I'm grateful for that, for the, the other women coming up the ladder yes. uh, or jungle gym, as it may be, um, that they have the opportunity to be able to work from yep. home. Yeah. Uh, that's a great point for kids. Yeah. That's a great point. And being able for, for us to be flexible, if we do have to go back into the office and work more, you know, how, how is that going to look for us? I, I'm fortunate enough too that I work out of my office. So I have the flexibility to get my son off the bus every day, except for today, there was a little issue, but <laughs> either, either way, if I had to be in the office every day, that would be so stressful, but I, I would figure out a way to make it work. And, um, but I would establish that as a, a non-negotiable because yeah. that's just how I am now. That's your priority. Yep. But all the items of, of your non-negotiable list should be realistic but, and what's fun about the exercise is that you get to define it. 
so I had so much fun putting my, to my putting together my non-negotiables because it was like I was putting together my own job description yeah. in terms. Love it. The fourth tip is pursuing growth opportunities. And I'd ask a lot of people who are listening right now if they if they're making continuous learning a priority. Yeah. Because it, it's for personal and professional development, right? You would think about that. So it's not a bad thing to feel comfortable in your job, but the same routine, you may have missed an opportunity to develop somewhere or advance within, within your company. So if you if it's something like a, a project management certification or being Google Analytics certified, not only does that look good to your employer, but it could look good on your resume. Yeah. And you can feel good knowing like I have way more knowledge now than I did somewhere else. But the best way like to add reading um, I'm a big reader. So yeah. these are two books that I've read that I, uh, I need to do a book review of for Williams Little. I have a media club and do book reviews to kind of yeah. inspire people re to read and they're all business related books. And I have a stack on my, on my uh, nightstand that's this big. So I are, I'm always reading something, yeah. but I feel like, you know, especially in marketing and advertising, we need to learn about consumer behavior. We need to understand mm -hmm motivating factors. Um, and so there's so much, um, out there that will, that we can learn from. And I think reading books is a, a great way to do it. Attending Shoot. seminars, webinars, Ted talks, all that sort of stuff. It, absolutely. Podcasts. When you're driving into the office, when you're going for walks, just that continuous learning is helpful and it, it makes you more valuable, but it should also reignite your passion for work and whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. And also, if, if you want to do something attainable, I suggest to people joining a board, volunteering, um, maybe even mentor somebody. I do a lot of mentoring for Ohio State's PRSSA program, and it's you know 30, 30 minutes a month where I check in with a student. But that stuff makes me feel good, and I'm also trying to help out a fellow Ohio State PR student. That's great. Get them to the next level. All right, now last but not least, take action. So now it's time to execute. So the first step of breaking out of this rut is the willingness to take risk. So having that courage, being accountable, saying, you know what, I'm gonna do it. So mentally prepare yourself to take the action. And like I mentioned many times, con consider investing in a business coach or even have a friend, your supervisor, write out a career path plan for you. Whatever you need to do or Go online and have AI generate a list of how do I get out of a rut? Because no, it's true. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. So anything can help if you don't want to invest. But I, I do encourage having in the investment because you're going to be willing to work that harder because you're paying for it. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, if you're met with fear, it's totally normal. I would say that fear is a sign that you're challenging yourself in a positive way. And you're making progress. So if you want to write a pro and con list of staying my career versus changing my career, do it and, and just run it by a friend and say, what should I do? I don't know what to do. That could be something for you to do. I say stick to the process. It won't be easy, but the risk is worth the reward. So if you're not sure you got this, think about the, the you factor and the why and you guys will be good. You shared with me that one of your goals was to be on one podcast a month. Yeah. Check. Yeah. And thank you. And also, this is my first podcast ever. So thank you very much, Kelly. I'm so honored. Wonderful. This will start you on a, on a good streak for this year. 
Well, if people want to learn a little bit more about you or connect with you, how can they do that? Yes. Thank you for asking. I have a website. It is called buttonedup.consulting. And that's where you'll find everything about me. If you want to know my, my Tetra map sign, my, <laughs> what else do I have on there? My, um, Myers-Briggs. My Myers-Briggs. Every single personality. That's test. what I loved about you is just seeing all, I was like, oh, this person, she's my people. I get yeah. it. We have to, we have to know everything about ourselves, but uh, you could also find me on LinkedIn, my LinkedIn, so I'm Carly Sidoti and again, buttoned up consulting. I'm also on Instagram and YouTube. I need to post a little bit more there, but I'm working on it and reach out if you ever just want to talk or network. Wonderful. I'll post those in the notes of the podcast and thank you for your time today. Thanks so much, Kelly. Appreciate it.